up into my circle with the opposite of Urkel When I pull up flying purple, people eaters couldn't bite me I sealed the fate of Herschel And I just leave them on the limb and hand them up in this rappers are walking that I already killed them Skin blanco, lyrical weapon kicking like a Bronco Head honcho, spherical presence came from the grotto with dead rapper at the body Welcome back to the podcast. This is Remington T. Ramsey, John Taylor John Hall. Yeah, you laughing at me already? Yeah, I, I couldn't even say my name. Yeah, right. I know it's great. <laughs> <laughs> I don't think I've ever done like the intro well, but we do have someone who's more articulate than both of us, Miss Nadine McGowan. What's your middle name? I don't have one. Really? Mm-hmm. You're from Lebanon. So, in yes, in our country, you have your dad's middle name. So you so do have one. It would be Jacques, but then when I got married. I changed my last name. I just got rid of it. Ah, okay. Because it was too complicated. So then are you Nadine Asali I'm McGowan? just Nadine just McGowan. Nadine McGowan. But then you're also, we've always called you Nanu, and mm-hmm. I don't know why. That's my nickname. So when I was little, that's what my parents called me. Is that, what does it mean? I don't think it means anything. I oh, hope just, it doesn't mean anything. <laughs> We're going to look it up. It might mean something. <laughs> it probably means something. <laughs> oh, my gosh. Well, I actually, uh, I worked with Nadine long ago before she started this awesome movement that we're going to get into talking about. We worked together at Cutco for almost, I mean, it's been 10 years now. Um, so we know each other pretty well. Uh, but since that time, since the Cutco days and since uh, you got into a little bit of coaching, which we'll talk about, mm-hmm. you have founded what is now known as Purposeful Living Inc. Good job. Yeah. Yes. I know. I thought he might get caught up there for some uh-huh. reason. I don't it's know why. It is. It's uh-huh. a long. A lot word. of syllables. Words are hard. <laughs> <laughs> I shouldn't be on a podcast if words are hard. But uh, but essentially, the you're serving the women of Hamilton County. Basically, yes. And when sir. people hear this for the first time, because I've I've, heard, I've talked to people about this foundation, mm-hmm. people think women of Hamilton County don't need serving. They're driving Mercedes and right. they, mm-hmm. they have everything they want in this world. But right. you have a different take on it. So do you want to share how what made sure. you start this? Yeah. yeah. So basically, I went on a mission trip to South Africa a couple, it was like two and a half years ago. And we served the women of South Africa. And the concept was if you pour into the women of South Africa, that community, it's going to impact the kids and it's going to impact the next generation and et cetera. Um, and what I realized is what we did for them, our women in Carmel and in Noblesville and in Fishers needed it even more because there they're actually more willing to ask for help. They're actually willing to be authentic and be vulnerable. And In Africa. They're, in Africa yeah. versus at home, we're so good at putting on our masks that, Mm -hmm. so I came home and I just did a bunch of research uh, because I felt really led to serve women at home and I was pretty uh, frustrated actually with the same thing. I was like, I don't want to serve Carmel women. I want to serve like African orphans. Mm -hmm. I want to serve Syrian refugees. I want to serve, I mean, like I want to serve, you know, that demographic, but I, it just would not go away. Like I really felt like this is what I was supposed to do. And so I looked up a bunch of stats, and it was, and I don't have, of course, any of them right now, but um, just the isolation rates and how quickly they're trending upwards and depression and, um, you know, eating disorders and how many women are physically abused and sexually abused. And, I mean, it's, and it's all behind closed doors because you look at social media and everybody looks like they have it all together. Yeah. They put their best faces and their best pictures, and then everybody's comparing their inside to everybody else's outside and Mm. feeling shame and guilt and I'm not good enough and I can't compare and I'm et cetera, et cetera. But the reality is we all struggle. So why do you think that is? Why do you think that it's so hard for, and not just the women, I think the men uh, suffer from it too, but specifically the women <clears throat> in on the north side of Indy yeah. um, that are a little bit more affluent and wealthy. Like why do they struggle more with these things? I don't know if they struggle more. I just think we have more resources to hide our pain. Right in Africa, they don't have they don't have another option. Like they have to ask for help. Right. Here, we can go shopping and buy some purses. Distract. We can, right. 
we can um, we can go out and drink it off and then you know or whatever the case is so she had this vision and uh you're like but then you finally you're okay with it because at first you were struggling yeah, like i don't want to i do struggled it. with it for months literally months like i would stay up at night like battling this, this of makes like, no sense. Why, am I doing why this? would I, why would I even serve these women? They can, aff- number one, they can afford it. They have purses, they have shoes, they have mm-hmm. thousands of friends on social media. Like, why would I even serve them? And what I came back to was by, by filling them up, they're going to go back and make a bigger impact because they do have resources, because they do have mm-hmm. an education, because they do have finances and they could go back and make a bigger impact mm-hmm. in the world. And nobody's doing this. Nobody's helping them. Nobody's supporting them. Sure. So, and that has been absolutely the case. It's been crazy. So you had this vision. Mm-hmm. You finally became okay with it. Mm-hmm. Then what? How did, what, what happened? What did you do? Uh, that's a good question. Then I, I wasn't there for that part. Right, right. That's a really good question. So then I actually didn't really know what to do with it. So I, what I, um, when I got quiet, what I realized I needed to do was do less and do nothing, which really didn't make sense because I had the vision. I knew who I was supposed to serve, but what I kept hearing was to do nothing. So I dropped out of everything I was doing. I was serving on a board at a um, stiletto network, and I was going to call her and tell her that I'm off the board, and I felt a nudge to go down to the actual meeting and tell her in person. And I really didn't want to because I don't like driving downtown, and it was late at night, and I had to (laughs) find a parking spot, et cetera, et cetera. As she says at Banker's Life Field, uh-huh. was this kind I, I was of, totally was there anxiety? Yeah, yeah. Oh. Don't love it. No. I was like, why can't we just do this on the north side? Like, this is, um, so anyway, and uh, so I get there, and I, at this event, I got connected with, at the time, it was the Merit Group, but I got connected with these two ladies who I sat down there. They were business consultants at the time, and as I sat down and kind of just like rat- rattled it all off, one of the ladies looked at me and goes, that sounds like a nonprofit. And I'm like... And as soon as she said that, I was like, yes, that's exactly what that is. Light bulb. How do I run a nonprofit? Yeah. <laughs> like, what? what do I do with that? Because I know how to run a for-profit, you know, right. like I know how to run a business, but I have not even a clue what that even looks like. So, wow. but as soon as I realized that, I started building a board and I just started doing stuff and it just kind of came together. One step at a time. Yeah. So here's what I want you to understand, because I actually worked under Nadine for a few years before she started all of this. So and I have you to blame for this? Yes. Yeah, oh, absolutely. Nadine is the reason. But she was a very successful. Know, I'm just me being the reason. And, and I can brag on her, and she won't ever say this herself, but she's one of, if not the most successful female in, in the history of Cutco. Mm-hmm. Um, and not just not just with her sales numbers, but recruiting, recruiting tons of kids. I mean, Cutco as a, as a whole, for those of you guys who don't know, is a is a is a company that sells knives in people's homes. So it's a direct sales company, and they recruit more kids than the Army. True story. Like, So it's a, it's a big recruiting thing, and so she's impacting all these lives, but then also for-profit you know, mm-hmm. in, in the business world. So going from that to running a nonprofit, I mean, that just blows my mind because you're trained to think about profit, profit mm-hmm. you know, and, and building that business. But the more I learn about this industry and, and the nonprofit, it's, it's the same thing. You're just not keeping it all. Right. Right? I mean, unless you have a, be- a different take on it. I'm sure you have a better take on it being in, in, into it. But how, how, did, how have you built it so far? So, I mean, it, it's essentially it started with just you and an idea. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Now how big is it? Okay. So started with that, and then I built a board. And that kind of just came together. And I, wa- I knew I wanted different ages. I wanted different backgrounds. I wanted different types of women on the board. So we had, I think, like a 65-year-old, I asked, and then like a 21-year-old. Mm-hmm. Um, and then all kinds of stuff in between. And then our goal is to serve uh, 50 ladies the first year. 
That was two years ago. What does that mean? That means, okay, so our mission is to heal, grow, inspire, empower. So basically, and at that time, all I knew was coaching and workshops. Like, that's what I could see at the time. Um, and we just wanted to be able to provide some workshops, inspire some women, just help them get out of the funk of, like, being, being so consumed with their own crap and, and getting some support there so they can, like, look up and go, oh, this is my purpose. This is what I'm supposed to be doing mm. and actually moving forward in life versus being self-consumed with their drama because mm -hmm. it's easy to do that everybody has drama but it doesn't mean they have to be stuck there right so that was our right. goal was to help just make some shifts and uh our goal was 50 the first year and we ended up serving 307 women in the first <laughs> year which was pretty cool yeah. and what happened is like but women were telling th women things right that's like through coaching that's through events yes, that's through, the through whole all medium. of it yep, yeah you got it and then and then we currently have almost a thousand ladies in our community. We're probably a little bit over, but that's about that's so about accurate. So a thousand ladies that are actively engaged mm -hmm. into whatever's going on, whether it's an event or mm -hmm. they're they're having phone calls, like mm -hmm. they're actively looking to heal and inspire other people. Mm -hmm. They're growing. They're either plugged in on a growth group or they're in. They're coming to our events or they're getting coached. And we currently have nine volunteer coaches, which is a miracle. Sure. Um, so these these people are like that's what they do for a living, or they're certified. Or no. They so we we basically did a PLN coaches training session oh, cool. and we've trained them since June actually and they just launched out last month so you have um, your own PL Inc certification we should come up with our own they're podcast actually not certified oh okay but oh, yeah, they can good. walk alongside women and they can support women sure. and they can validate and lead and ask the right questions and right. encourage and inspire and do all the things basically I mean it's basically having a real trusted friend what does certified mean actually I just found out you're certified in uh, holy yoga. Uh, yes. <laughs> so fun. Your eyes just light up. You yeah. can just make stuff up, uh -huh. right? Yes. That's what I'm saying, though. We should have our own certification for the podcast. <clears throat> like, you are a certified guest of the podcast. There's probably something happen? legal you have to no. figure out, right? No. no? Mm. I'm just going to make it up. I feel like you just make up. I just up take a, what I want. Like a, like a, a small <laughs> course. They take it. Yeah. You're like, yeah, you're, you're We'll make you're that certified. happen. You're Michelle, put yes. that in the notes. We are going to create a certification. <laughs> Only half of our guests will be certified. They didn't know about this ahead of time, but you're there certified. You so, what does it take to be certified? At, sorry to completely derail this because I want to get back to the PL Link, but yeah. that was in my notes, and we said the word certified. So, you know, I saw squirrel. It. Yeah. So, uh, certified in holy yoga. Okay, so this is kind of fun. So, I was kind of anti yoga for a really long time for a whole bunch of reasons. And then I went with a friend in Austin in April. And I fell in love with it. I was like, this is so hard. This is this is, challenges me. This has like a spiritual aspect to it. Sure. But I really want to do my research and I want it to be like Christ-centered versus whatever it could be. So then I researched it and there, sure enough, there's this holy yoga certification where they teach you how to do yoga but have it be like... Is it like online or did you go somewhere? I went, so it's once a week um, uh, from home. It was over the phone, Zoom okay. actually. And then uh, and then I went online, or I went to an immersion, a retreat basically for a week. Hold up, And hold did up. so much yoga. I mean, it was I was going to say, so you're doing I Zoom. So you're sore. like, you're setting up your computer and you're like, I was talking no, about. No, that, you're like, <laughs> some of the girls. I'm actually surprised you know how good. you got that. That was really good. What do you good. call this one? I don't know. That's the. I, don't, I think that's their called, writing. Put it back down. <laughs> it's called those. There's. Have you done yoga? Smell. I I the did. <laughs> oh gosh. Yeah. What's there the smell? is a stench what's when you do yoga. Smell. That's, I like that. That's, that's the, the hashtag when I do yoga. Is like if someone. <laughs> there's always flatulence. Oh yeah. Have you done it? I've done yoga Have one you done time. Hot yoga. No, but I I actually want to try hot yoga. If I was gonna do it, it'd be hot or warm. Have you done hot yoga? It's pretty awesome. Is it pretty awesome? I like it because I sweat a lot, so it makes me feel productive. I don't need help in that. 
I, mean, I, I like it because I want to do it in hotter, warm environment because then I feel like I could have a little bit more flexibility. Because oh, that's true. Because uh-huh. of does that, that help? It helps I, with I, stretching. I think, yeah, but must, I, I wouldn't. Must. I've done the regular yoga and it was an hour and a half and it. It was oh, tough. NDX yoga? It was tough. See, that's some intense yoga. Yeah. Man. That's not really yoga. It was, it was no that's joke. Too much, that movement is too quick. Like, because isn't yeah. most yoga, like, you're holding the pose uh, a little depends. bit longer. It depends on the class. Oh, really? Yeah, I don't even remember what poses I was doing. I just know this. Was it this one? <laughs> uh, what's you that really smell? should stop doing um, that. <laughs> I did the what's just the saying. smell. No, I, uh, <laughs> and I got, like, ten minutes into it. Yeah. And I was already sweating, and I, I was upset because... You know, all the other workouts in P90X are very physical, yeah. right? And then this, the yoga one was the hardest DVD to do. So I only it did was. it once. I never did it again. Oh, we did yoga Wednesdays. It was always P- P90X. Oh, my gosh. Yeah. It was such a long DVD. All right, so holy, but you're certified now. So have you actually started teaching the class? I have not. I am going to start subbing. Okay. Um, is they're all over Indy? Well, I would just teach a yoga class. Oh. And then what I'll do is Purposeful Living, we'll do some holy yoga events. Oh. And basically all it is is like scripture at the beginning, scripture at the end, and then it's worship. You just play worship music, and people can sing or breathe. Or do yoga. Yep. Or flatulence. Or, yeah. I mean, that's yes. one smelling thousand <laughs> women go. room. Oh. You, you act like women don't do it, too. They do. I know. <laughs> I mean, I'm married. I'm just saying. <laughs> All right, I derailed I this interview all together. To listen back to a couple of these episodes, you didn't have to say her name. Now people are gonna look it up. I'm that sorry. girl farts. Gonna... <laughs> no, I thought you were talking about yourself. And, oh. you, and you do have a daughter. I do. So and there she, you go. Definitely. So there she's you go. Yeah, well, she has an excuse. The problem is she's old enough to like. Well, when Brooklyn was young, like I could still pass it off as her. It's like yeah. almost blaming the dog. Yeah. And now that she's almost four, like even yeah. at three, she was like, "Daddy, let's stink." Yeah. <laughs> it's like it's no longer it's like it's Brooklyn, and she's she has no idea. She knows, so she calls out me or mommy every time. Yeah, yeah. 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 You have a son, uh-huh. five or six. Five. Five years old. Uh, has is he? He's pretty funny. He's, I like spending time with him. He is pretty funny. He's a spitting image of his dad. He's very much like his dad. He has, like, all of our, some of our good qualities, but, like, our worst qualities definitely stand out. all of our worst qualities. You know, qualities. like, it's like you can look at it and go, oh, that's what I look like when I do that? That sucks. <laughs> oh, it's such a good, it's a reminder. Like, mm-hmm. I shouldn't do that. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I haven't gotten there yet. Charlie hasn't oh, picked up wait. on those. Just wait. She now just... Whatever's in my hand, if it's a food or a drink, or even if something that looks like food, she'll just be sit, she'll come over here and she'll just go. <laughs> she is. Oh, she did that it. on Thanksgiving, the Friendsgiving uh, thing. Oh my gosh, she she'll was sit like, next to me and she like. I thought she like wanted a hug, but she wanted the ham. Just, yeah, she'll go right for your hand with a, like a dog. <laughs> Crazy girl. <laughs> She's cute though. All right, so you have well, that's interesting now. So you're gonna actually uh, implement some yoga and like all this other stuff that you have that are going that's going on in your personal life that you're passionate about. You're integrating into this nonprofit. Mm-hmm. Um, how how big do you see this getting? So our goals have 100 chapters in 100 years. 100 chapters, and a chapter is in a different city. Yes. So our goal is to open up chapter. I guess this would be the home base. So our next chapter within the next. Within the next two years. Do you, can you tell us what you're targeting? Does it, it, yes. Is it just where you get talent, or how do you do that? I mean, it, yeah, it's where we have a community already, right? So we can get it started with a community, and we have community in a few different spots. So Phoenix, I have a pretty large oh, yeah. community there, yeah. um, and that kind of excites me to start it there because then I can really be involved and kind of figure out the what's working, what's not working. Yeah. But we're really trying to systemize everything, and we've kind of figured out what will be cloned, and our coaches will all be here, so they'll do Zoom calls with any from all over. Oh, that's cool. Uh-huh. 
and then our momentum event is very easy to um i realize duplicable is not a word but i've been using it for two years it's not <laughs> i don't know somebody called me out literally in the middle I of a meeting because i was like duplicable it's and somebody's like is that a word i'm, I'm not like, gonna look it up on dictionary.com because that's how confident i am and as soon as this comes out i'm probably gonna be wrong y- you saying duplicatable Duplicatable. That's the word, right? And you're saying duplicable. duplicable I, I, I don't word. even know. I've just been saying that for literally you know, like this is a good almost debate. two sure. years. It's not a good debate. If realize. anything you can Google is not a good debate, you just look it up and someone's right and someone's wrong. You don't debate. Well, what if you're both wrong? Well, you can still debate. That's a terrible debate. Well, people do it. Well, Phoenix is good because you have built-in heat for hot holy yoga. There you go. Yeah. Yes. There you go. Yeah. Good. Yeah, I'm pretty good at this. Um, (laughs) All right, so you're targeting these other cities, Mm -hmm. and your goal is to grow to um, a certain amount of women that are being impacted and impacting. Mm -hmm. Because that's the thing is, like, these these women in these affluent communities can't afford to do it themselves. Mm -hmm. And then once they get loved on, Mm -hmm. isn't the goal for them to love on others. Exactly. So it's this give and receive concept. So it's they're they're receiving from Purposeful Living however they need to be receiving, but then they're giving back and the gifts, and we help them really identify what is their gift, what is their natural passion, so it doesn't feel like they're like giving of themselves and they're exhausted after, but actually their giving is filling them up and they come back better for their families. So it's just a win-win across the board. We've had philanthropic people, um, founders and entrepreneurs on the show before, and Mm -hmm. one thing that I think um, is important for the listeners is to maybe tell a couple stories like of some of your favorite stories of like p- how people are impacted because sometimes we mm-hmm. hear what you're doing like mm-hmm. we understand it mm-hmm. okay that's mm-hmm. but we can't really picture until until we hear a story so there, you have I any have, favorite I know you yeah. have tons of them yeah what, maybe some of the most recent ones um gosh there's so many so we've we've served young the youngest woman that we've served was 13 and in that coaching session, we'd mostly coaching with her. Um, but I remember one distinct coaching session where um, we worked just a lot on just simple stuff like eye contact and mm-hmm. um, things like that. And after that session was over, she said to me that that was the most time she has spent with anybody all summer. And this was at the beginning of August. And that wow. she's just been like behind her video games mm-hmm. and behind. I mean, it's just crazy it's to me. It's a regular family just... I mean, not, I wouldn't say regular. I don't think there is such a thing as a regular family is what I've actually become, come (laughs) to realize. Um, There's no such thing as normal. So people are like trying to be normal, but it's like, nobody's normal. Taylor's over there like, I'm normal. No. I was was thinking about the one thing that's common, I think, across all families, even if they don't talk about it. Dysfunction? Flatulence? Yep. (laughs) (laughs) That's good. Mm -hmm. That's good. Yeah, dysfunctional families. Uh... That's a big thing. Okay, so so th- so so that's one another one. Actually, this was one of as soon as we launched, one of the ladies got connected through a friend, and she did a coaching session with me, and she admits on the first coaching session that she was suicidal, and I'm just like, what do right. I do with this? And this woman is a successful. I mean, you would never guess. Um, very successful businesswoman um, had her own organization. I mean, just doing really really well and then um come to find out a few months later she we worked through that and we did some really really good work there and then she admits that she has an addiction uh, to prescription drugs and then has gotten the help that she needs and wow. has gotten the support that she needs we i cannot tell you how many women have admitted some kind of addictions or mm-hmm. just stuff that is in hiding that they never tell anybody about that mm-hmm. finally comes out and then they can get healthy with it right. and they can get the support that they need and I mean it's been really really cool to watch that have either of you seen a million little things the TV show mm-hmm. it's kind of like that it's like 
it's showcasing people's lives who are very successful on the outside and how they're dealing with certain things on the inside that even their friends don't know mm-hmm. about. But it's, it's one of those things that I think reaches a pretty wide audience. So mm-hmm. I think it's a great show. It's actually just in their first season. Mm-hmm. But it hits on a lot of those things. And I mean, yeah, and people always show their highlights and things like that. And I think the biggest thing is What's like, your thoughts on social media? I mean, you've done a lot. Like, do you feel uh, like it's... So to that, because I want to... Mm-hmm. Yeah. I have found that people who look like they have it the most together typically are the ones who need the most support. Mm-hmm. Um, and I don't know why that's so consistent. It's really pretty crazy. Um, oh, they, is it? Do they look together to us, or are they like projecting that? Like I, they, like no, they look together. But they actually look together. They actually look together. Uh, mm-hmm. Interesting. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. But they actually desperately need need support, and and they don't know how to ask for it. Like especially women. I don't know if this is a mm-hmm. men thing, but they have the hardest time receiving. Yeah. Um. So it's been so social media. I, <laughs> I, I forgot. I, I, I was I was hoping she would answer. Does Remy look together to you? <laughs> <laughs> no, I don't want to look together. Don't answer that. <laughs> I, don't, I I can't judge. I know. Go go with the social media. I have no media. idea. <laughs> um. But what I so the social media thing is. I really struggle with social media because I see the perks of it and mm-hmm. I also see the cons. Mm-hmm. I think there's a lot of perks to it uh, because it is a voice that you can have um, and it could be really positive. But I also, I think the biggest con that I see is is this comparison trap, mm-hmm. you know, and that, that steals a lot of people's joy. Do you think it's like anything though where, you know, food necessary sleep necessary like there's there's all sorts of things that are necessary and i'm not saying social media is one of those things but even the things that are necessary in our life are things that you can abuse so food if you eat too much of it it's not a good thing social media same thing right do you agree with that or do you think there's a whole other element to it i think there could be a whole other element to it i think it might be causing a lot of issues within families i think it i but I don't know. It's scary with cyberbullying. I mean, I wonder what's going to be in place when Charlie is to the point yes. where she's using social media. I don't know what the age is. I don't know what the typical age is for, for kids to, to start getting on know. Facebook or have mm-hmm. cell phones and all that. Um, for us, it's going to be a long time. But what's going to happen then? Yeah. I, mean, right. so right. I just, I just see Charlie me. coming up to you with those eyes. Well, and she like, already yeah. does FaceTime. She yeah. already is very cute when she does FaceTime. Right. But that, that makes me nervous. I wonder what's going to mm-hmm. be in place. So we talk all the time I mean, uh, on the last episode, we talk about kids and, 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 and lack of parenting and how teachers can't even do what they need to do because mm-hmm. of... Um, and I will say that when my, like, <clears throat> shifting to screen time a little bit, yeah. because... Um, Gosh, there's so many places I could go with this. Uh, raising a kid in this world is so different. Like my kid the other day is like, "Is that my Uber, mommy?" I'm like, "Really? Did you just say is Uber?" That my Uber? <laughs> like, really? Is, Was did he you... talking about a cab, like an actual car? He, yeah, because That's sometimes so we take the Ubers like yeah. to the airport and yeah. stuff. So is he like knows. Uber? He's like, "Oh, is that my Uber?" Mm-hmm. You know? And I'm like, "What well, you really? got to do with Joey?" Before, uh, sorry, I got to tell you this because yeah. we just did this at lunchtime. We yeah. did the birds, the limes, the little scooters that you do around downtown. I don't know how old that's you have fun. to be to ride one of those, but you would actually that's love doing fun. that. Yeah, okay, yeah, I'll try that. Um, I don't remember what we were talking about, but uh, I got off Kids track. and social media. Kids and screen time. Yeah. I just, I notice a difference in his a- everything when he's on Intellectual, like everything. No, just his attitude. Oh, attitude. He gets aggressive mm. if he gets more than 20 minutes of screen time. Interesting. Craziness. I should not tell her how much screen time I had yesterday. Anytime football's on. But I just wonder what it does to us as adults when we Mm -hmm. don't even realize it. Right. 
I just wonder what it does to our mental state, it to our emotional state. To look around a restaurant and see everybody on, the yeah. phone. on their phones, not mm-hmm. looking at each other across the table. Right. Right. But, I mean, I do it too, so. And how good right. does it feel when you go on vacation and you're putting your Put phone away, away yes. for a week yep. and then you're only checking it at certain times yep. of the hey, day? Hey, man, if Indiana looked like Cancun, then my phone wouldn't be out half the time. I don't oh, know, yeah, I don't know about that. Okay. I don't know. <laughs> oh, actually, it would be because you'd be posting about yep. it. Yep, mm-hmm. yep. So, all right. So then, what's next? What's what is what is the next big thing? What do you focus on within this organization? With purposeful living. Yeah. Um, a couple things. Number one, we need. Okay, so we have we finally got an office this past year, which has been really nice to be able to do some coaching, not at Starbucks where women are like breaking down in tears. Um, but we really want like, I see a home, but I'd be open to a community center. You know, where just there's a space where they can just go and get filled up, right? Where they have 20-minute break. They have a lunch break. They can just come. Maybe there's, like, a little child care room. But we just want, like, an actual physical location because mm-hmm. I really believe that will help accelerate a lot of the Heal, Grow, Inspire, Empower. Yeah, it's interesting. I mean, that's a dynamic you don't think about. But, like, if you're dealing with women who are just really hurting and you meet with them at Starbucks, mm-hmm. half of them won't open up. And when they do, they feel really... I mean, it's... Yeah. So having a space is actually really important. Really important. And as we've grown, it's like, okay, where do we meet with everybody? I mean, it's, we've grown faster than we can keep up, really. So it's been, it's been, that's been the biggest challenge. When you um, first started, you actually kept men out of the organization. It was something that you wanted women serving women. And then yeah. maybe not on purpose, but it just yeah. seemed like that was the focus. But since then, you have men on the board. Yep. And, and other certain roles. Like, what, what roles are you actively looking to seek here in Indianapolis? Or, or what... If, if I wanted to uh, get involved, what does that look like? Yeah, okay, so um, the men thing, I really see a Purposeful Living Inc. for men and a Purposeful Living Inc. Junior, where they have their own board, their own stuff, their own everything. So like a teen one, because again, it's like the need is evident. Hmm. Um, but I think men need something completely different. We like having men on the board because we want their perspective. Um, but really, I mean, talent, time, treasure is really what we need, right? Talent. Talent time and treasure so if somebody has a talent like a videographer or a photographer or we want we need that like that's what we need a we need wordsmith talent there you go i don't know what that is <laughs> it's good with words it's good. Oh. Yeah, clearly i'm not because that, that didn't sink in. a wordsmith gotcha. of yeah. sorts right talent, time and treasure what's treasure like I, finances we need dollars. money to be able to get a home and to be able to hire more people on we need an admin person we need a creative solutions person you know like there's mm. just a lot of needs as we've grown and We've been trying to keep it up with two of us, and we just hired people like five hours <laughs> just mm-hmm. to just to get a little bit of support. Right. Uh, but yeah, that's kind of. We talked about like, that on the last episode too, but how how important it is to get those five to ten hours delegated to give you enough time. I mean, sometimes mm-hmm. it's all you need. on the right tasks. Mm-hmm. Yeah, you need to be focused on your one mm-hmm. thing, and if that's taken away, I mean, five to ten ten mm-hmm. hours that's that's a lot of time. Yep. I find it's the majoring it, in the major business and even in nonprofits, but like I find like the more money we make as an organization or as a family we actually spend our time buying back our time we spend our money buying back our time mm-hmm. because that's what we're investing in, is our people and the things that we want to do and and not spending time doing things we don't so we're actually the money that we're making is going into mm-hmm. impacting others but then mm-hmm. buying back our own time right. because mm-hmm. of things that matter are people mm-hmm. so, I, so we can be most effective right? right so we can so we can use our gifts truly where they should be used and not wasting our time trying to do things that we're not productive or effective at yeah 100 mm-hmm. percent. did you have something for her before we close what what would you say if for people who no. are on the <laughs> verge <laughs> of getting involved mm-hmm. but they're they're still kind of hesitant because they 
they're still worried about their exterior, people judging them. Yeah. What would your message be to them to just come out and experience it? Yeah, I would just say to just come to an event because they don't have to. They can share as little, or, little or as much as they want. They can mm-hmm. get from it as little or as much as they want. Worst case scenario, they come to an event, they connect with somebody, uh, they get inspired, something clicks for them, and it's a slow process. Mm-hmm. And it can be as quick or as slow as they want it to be. Yeah, uh, we've had people really just kind of taking their time, and that's been lovely to watch. And we've had people who are like, "All right, I'm in," um, and I think both are great. Yeah, getting involved with like, like something like this is similar to uh, working out. You know, you a lot of us, most of us, dread it going to the gym. Like we don't want. Sometimes it's rainy outside. You don't want to mm-hmm. get the clothes on, and you go, and then. But every single time you do it, you're glad mm-hmm. you did. And I feel like a lot of times with these events that Nadine's putting on and, and PL Inc., like women especially find reasons to not want to go but they always feel loved on when they do mm-hmm. and they always leave impacted and and but but even the next one they're like mm-hmm. trying to convince themselves do I want to go again so i guess from from the podcast i mean you have our f- full support mm-hmm. and the one thing that i would say at sitting on the board as a man is regardless of who you are get involved because you'll mm-hmm. feel good no matter what if it's a meeting or whatever go mm-hmm. to it cuz you'll leave impacted yeah and our meetings are they are really are just awesome. high our events cool, are yeah. fantastic so we've really had really great events we haven't had one bad one yet oh boy i shouldn't say yet oh boy <laughs> but i was envisioning i actually as when i was here earlier i was envisioning like doing our oh. purposeful living in conference here mm-hmm. yeah and filling up yeah so and from filling all the up different all chapters the seats yeah you heard it here first the unofficial so podcast pretty cool that fireside <laughs> Okay. That freak you out a little bit? A little. All right. Where can we find you on social media platforms? That we shouldn't be on all the time, but sometimes it's okay. <laughs> so we have a closed group. Uh, it's called Purposeful Living Inc. Ladies. That's where the real deal stuff happens. And then Purposeful Living Inc. is on At well. Purposeful Living Inc. Ladies. And are you is guys the mostly group. on Facebook? Are you on Instagram too? Instagram, Facebook, Snapchat. Pinterest, LinkedIn. Not Pinterest, LinkedIn. Okay. And we're starting a podcast. MySpace. And definitely MySpace, for sure. <laughs> and you're starting a podcast. Yes. Cool. More Ooh. information to Welcome. follow. We would love to be guests. Mm-hmm. <laughs> I would love to be a guest. We'll see if you and are certified. You, yeah. Well, yeah. <laughs> oh, that's right. She can certify us. Yeah. Maybe I'll certify you there to be go. a guest. <laughs> we'll see. Well, you've been lovely. We love having high-energy people, and you are definitely yeah. that. And you're making a difference. Um, numbers matter. People matter. And uh, we love having you. So at Purposeful Living Inc., you can find us at, at it, as Indie Grows. I never. You should do this part. You can find us at as Indie Grows yep. on all social platforms yep. and as indiegrows.com. At RimRam4. <laughs> you got you to promote me too. Tell Jeez. What, what's the number four for? It's for just it's my number. It was your number. Why is it's it my, your number? It's my jam. That was just that was my number. That's always my number in high school for soccer, basketball. I just and, lo- and now it's kind of like my our number. listeners know. That's what the force stands for. You're welcome. Have a good one, Indy. Step into my circle with the opposite of Urkel. When I pull up flying purple, people eaters couldn't bite me. I feel the fate of-